Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your new one-stop shop for the wackiest, weirdest, and most wonderful news stories. Prepare your bums, because every month, we dig through stories of awkward animal encounters to gut-busting moments of classic human failings to bring you the best of the best. Now sure, we may not have the fancy suits or camera rigs that cost more than a whole fucking house, but what we lack in looks and money, we make up for in humor and character. We're bringing you the news that's going to leave you scratching your head and laughing until you saw it yourself. You probably won't even believe these stories are real, but trust us when we say that the truth can certainly be stranger than fiction. So enough small talk, let's get into the news for the month of June. Roll intro. Welcome again to the Wacky and Weird News for the month of June. My name is Jason and I am your news anchor here to make sure that by the end of the show you've learned something you didn't think you'd want to. Let's get the ball rolling with the first story involving an unsuspecting family's crossover with the deer. Now, imagine your home just keeping yourself busy, or maybe you're just lounging around trying to relax from a stressful week of work, when all of a sudden, you hear what sounds like glass being shattered in your house. Next thing you know, you see a freaking deer making a whole mess of your house. Well, that's exactly what happened to 85-year-old New Jersey resident Diane Torsky as she was hanging around her East Windsor home. A deer had somehow crashed into her place and was making a whole mess of her house. In a panic, she called her grandson and daughter-in-law, who then called 911. Mark Torsky, her grandson, wouldn't believe that a deer had actually broken into his grandmother's house, but he was surprised to find out that it was indeed the case. Eventually, animal control officers finally arrived at Torsky's place where they opened the back door and in a hurry, the deer bolted out past them only to end up in Diane's pool. The deer was later apprehended by animal control where they would take it and release it back into the wild. If you want to check it out for yourselves, I'll leave a link to the video down in the description. Let's move on and talk about these three dudes who were saved by this paddleboarder that found them drifted out at sea on an inflatable duck. The Royal National Lifeboat Institution's Appledore said volunteers were conducting some training exercises on a Tuesday when they got the call that three men had somehow floated away from Westward Ho Beach on a giant inflatable duck. I know, I had to read that sentence a second time to make sure I read what I read. Three dudes floated away on a giant duck. A friendly kayaker tried pushing the duck back to shore, but it didn't really do much because it soon was more than 650 feet from shore. The RNLI had said that rescuers were on their way to where the men were when a friendly paddle boarder went out to tow the duck back to the beach himself. He was able to get it close enough to shore for the three men to jump out of the duck and return to the beach safe and sound. The duck, however, was then blown away back to sea. The RNLI retrieved the duck and named it Quackers and joked around that it was their new apprentice. They give a PSA saying to be careful when playing with inflatable toys out at sea. With unpredictable wind patterns, you never know when it might be you stranded out at sea on a giant inflatable. Let me ask you guys a question. Now, I'm sure at some point in our lives, we've had to stay at a hotel. Maybe you were on a road trip or spending time in another area. Either way, we've had to spend time at a hotel. 
Maybe you guys have had some specific requests for the staff to do for you while you were there. Well, the popular website for booking a hotel, Hotels.com, has recently revealed some of their more unusual room service requests. Hotel staff members have mentioned they've gotten requests for diet water, melted ice cream, some blowfish, cockle popcorn, whatever the hell that is, omelets without egg whites, rice bowl for a dog, bison meat, and boiled bottled water. As you can see, some pretty weird requests. The bison meat and omelet, not so much, but boiled bottled water seems like a very specific thing to request when staying at a hotel. Like, why does it specifically have to be bottled? There was one guest that wanted the hotel to cook and serve him a fish that they had brought with them. And another asked for something called shakshuka, which in normal words is sometimes called eggs in hell. Not from, but in hell. I don't know if that means it's super spicy and will have you breathing fire out your asshole, but I don't feel like looking it up, so I'll leave it up to you guys out there to find out and let me know. This next story I couldn't actually believe was true until I saw the video, which I'll of course leave a link to in the show notes. You guys know the trash cans you leave outside for the garbage man to empty every trash day? You know, the wheelie bins. Some of you may have been inside one of them at some point in your life for one reason or another, but have you ever tried to drive one? No, I don't mean someone pulls you or you manage to take it downhill without busting your head wide open. I mean drive it like a car. So... 31-year-old Michael Wallhead had bought a wheeled trash can from Facebook Marketplace for about 25 bucks, but then proceeded to make around $900 worth of modifications. Yes, 900 bucks went into souping up this damn wheel bin. This included a Suzuki GP125 two-stroke engine, magnesium go-kart wheels, a rear axle, a five gearbox, a chassis, steering damper, and an extra wheel at the front for balance. Now, if you're anything like me, you have absolutely no clue what all those words mean. But what I can understand is he souped it up more than I think anyone should. But look, I'm not trying to judge. You know why? Because Mr. Wallhead took his super can till the Elvington Airfield in North Yorkshire, where he was clocked in at a speed of 54.9 miles an hour. The current world record, yes, there's actually a world record for this, for the fastest wheelie bin is set at 45 miles an hour by Andy Jennings back in May of 2021. Now, Michael hasn't been awarded anything yet. He's actually sent his evidence to the world records people and is currently waiting on a response and should expect one in the following weeks. Maybe by the time this episode airs, he would have officially been put in the book. But we'll, we'll wait for an update later on. Now, these next two stories revolve around crocodiles. First story goes like this. Cassius, an 18-foot-long crocodile, uh, residing in Marineland Crocodile Park in Queensland, Australia, is believed to be celebrating his 120th birthday. The Guinness World Record holder was captured in 1984 in Australia's Northern Territory due to suspicions of him causing cattle death. 
Cassius, who was already 16 feet 10 inches long at the time, had a missing tail and snout, so this dude should actually be a couple feet longer, which is even more insane to think about considering how long he is without those two body parts. He was brought to Green Island in 1987 and has been living there since. According to researchers, Cassius is estimated to be around 120 years old. Despite his age, he remains lively and interactive, distinguishing him from other older reptiles. I'll try to link a picture to this dude, but let me tell you, I had to see for myself how big he actually is, and he's definitely a huge fucking reptile. I would not want to be on his bad side. Earlier in the show, we mentioned the family having a deer swimming in their backyard pool. This family had it, in my opinion, a little worse. Let's get into this one. So, a family in Plantation Key, Florida, discovered a 10-foot crocodile swimming in their backyard pool and sought help from wildlife control experts. The trappers from Pesky Critters Wildlife Control responded to the incident and found the crocodile enjoying a soak in the pool. Video footage of the capture shows the crocodile thrashing around as the trappers attempted to leash it. The experts determined that the crocodile had entered the pool by coming up a boat ramp from a neighboring yard and finding a gap in the homeowner's backyard. With assistance from the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, the crocodile was successfully relocated to its natural saltwater habitat, where it belongs. The homeowners plan to install a barrier to prevent similar incidents in the future. Now, quick side note, why is Florida the place for danger around here in the states? Like, I know obviously there's other states that have, like, you know, high crime rates, high, high rates of animal attacks and stuff like that but it just seems that florida there's always a story involving florida like if you want a good time just type in your birthday and type florida man go have a ball okay i've got one more animal story and we can finish off with a man who nearly lost out on a lottery win an australian man had an unexpected encounter with a nearly 10 foot python while sitting on the toilet in his queensland home the resident contacted snake catcher Anthony Jackson, who arrived at the Oxenford home to find the coastal carpet python perched on top of the shower door frame just below a light. Jackson carefully removed the snake, which was apparently agitated from being removed from the heat of this light. Fortunately, the snake catcher avoided being bitten and successfully placed the python into a pillowcase for safe relocation back into the wild. Now, I can't imagine what I would do if I was caught in this exact situation or even any situation we see where people are just minding their own business to find that they're being watched by a snake or about to be run through by a bull. But how unlucky or misfortunate do you have to be to be caught in the middle of something like this? I just find it so insane. I'm there trying to enjoy a relaxing deuce. I look up and there's a 10 foot snake. Like, what am I supposed to do? I can't just move. Just, no. No, thank you. Finishing it off, we have a 73-year-old man from Dindalk, Maryland, who almost threw away a scratch-off lottery ticket worth $100,000 because he mistook it for a non-winning ticket. The man purchased the Bingo X10 ticket from a local store and initially thought it was a loser, except for one $10 winning ticket. Before discarding the tickets, he decided to double-check them using a scanner at a nearby store. To his surprise, the scanner directed him to, quote, go to lottery, 
unquote, leading him to seek assistance from the store clerk. Overwhelmed by the revelation, the man had to be reminded to stay calm. He plans to use his winnings to pay off some bills, naturally. Imagine being that idiot who lost out on 100k because you thought it was just a regular non-winning $10 ticket, right? Could you imagine how salty you would feel when you found that out? If you ever found out, right? Make sure to pay really close attention to your lottery tickets. Don't just assume they're uh, non-winners, even though I don't know how that's possible. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of Wacky News for the month of June. Hope you guys had a good time and had a good laugh at these stories. Make sure to follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episodes, especially the next installment next month. Remember that life is too short to not have a laugh. So stay weird, stay wonderful, and stay safe. See you next time.